Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and happy Friday to you. Uh, I am here uh, at the Lovability Show Studios with uh, my dear friend, uh, Diana Davis, and uh, she is joining us for her third show, uh, her third show with me. I know you guys love her, and, uh, you know, Diana's out in the dating scene, so um, she uh, she always offers some good perspective. So I'll tell you kind of how we uh, eased into today's show and topic and everything. Um, she inspires me as my friend to uh, talk about things. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, I hope you guys are all doing well. Uh, and uh, God, it's just been a summer here in Texas. Um, it is, I mean, over 100 every day, we're just dying. We're absolutely dying. But um, for those of you that are still out there trying to date in the heat, <laughs> God bless you, number one. Uh, you're very, very brave. But um, but we are going to talk about, as you as y'all are coming on, um, hello, Mary Lynn. Good to see you. Kelly, Elton, uh, same suspects. Love you guys being here. Um, you know what? I love that the, those of you that are joining us, how committed you are to, you know, your growth. Uh, I mean, it's why I do the show is, you know, that it's, it's for you guys and for us to be able to share um, thoughts and ideas and um, perspectives with one another. I mean, it's, it's a jungle out there. I get it. Um, you know, Kelly that's watching, Kelly's about to move to South Carolina. Um, I'm super excited for you, Kelly. Uh, and we're going to miss you here, uh, but very excited for you. She's moving out to Charleston. Isn't that great? Oh, yeah. I know. Totally jealous. It's really hot there too, Kelly. <laughs> uh, hey, Brenda, good to see you. Uh, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us. So, uh, so today, uh, Diana and I were talking on the phone the other day. This is how it all started, <laughs> how so many things start. Uh, we were chatting on the phone the other day, and uh, we were talking about happy hours. And she said, well, you don't mind me saying this. No, go ahead. She said, I reserve my happy hours for dates. So for the people, I forgot exactly how she said it, but you, so if, if I, if I'm not sure that I'm going to like someone or if I'm skeptical about if I'm going to like them or not, then I don't want to give an entire evening of dinner and hours. So I just say, let's just do happy hour. <laughs> you don't want to be stuck with them. So you're committed to a drink and a drink yeah. only. <laughs> um, Hey, Hey John, thanks for joining. Hi Cindy. Welcome. Uh, yeah. So only a drink. And I hear this from you guys, too, that you just want to meet for a drink, uh, you um, maybe coffee, the coffee, old coffee dates and such. Um, you know what? If you have that many doubts about 
the person that you're meeting, you haven't done enough homework. And that's what I was saying to Diana the other day. I'm like, hold on. You're reserving your happy hours, your key time, which is my favorite time. I think everybody should be out meeting people. If you're single, the best time to meet people is happy hour. It's when you don't have all the all the intoxicated people that are out all night drinking up a storm. Unless you want an alcoholic, then, you know, have at it. Go to a bar and find the drunk. <laughs> but, um, but that's what you're going to find at a bar, you know, late night. Um, somebody who's either intoxicated or there to pick up, and right? You're, and you're going to be intoxicated. Sure. So you're going to end up picking up somebody that you wouldn't normally go out with because you have yeah, yeah. bad judgment. Yeah. <laughs> Beer goggles. I don't yeah. know what they call that. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Brent, Jenny Kaufman. Good to see you guys. Gosh, we've got some good, some people joining. I haven't seen your faces in a long time. Great to see you. Um, so anyway, um, so yeah, so the best time is happy hours and she's wasting them on guys she's not sure of. Why would you do that? If you're not sure of them, if you think I'm not positive, you... If you're not excited about a first date and you're not anticipating you have enough done enough homework on that guy or girl to know who they are, what you're meeting, some background, you know, you've exchanged pictures on your phone, you've maybe done a FaceTime, you've talked on the phone, you've done enough background where you're excited about meeting them. Yeah. I mean, it, the meeting somebody is not about weeding them out. Meeting somebody is about making a connection, right? I mean, can you imagine how burned out, which I'm all you are, so many of you are, you complain about being burned out and dating. Well, that's why you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mentioned this, but I have a friend who was actually one of the first people, guys that I met on a dating app when I got divorced four and a half years ago or something. And he said, let's meet for coffee for 30 minutes. And I thought, why is that so strict? And he said, because I have met so many girls who weren't who they said they were when they showed up that he's like, I'm not wasting any more money on dinners, on drinks, anything else. So he's like, we can meet for coffee for 30 minutes if we have enough of a spark or conversation to then warrant going out for something else, then great. And so I called it the interview because <laughs> that's kind of what it felt like. But at the same time, I understood because I think there's a lot of that out there with people who aren't who they say they are. But like you said, FaceTime, get on the phone. Like I'm yeah. guilty of not doing enough of that first also. And that would weed out a lot of yeah. So that you don't need to waste your happy hours or whatever. Absolutely. On. Absolutely. And you know what? That guy that did that, I mean, he's clearly not doing his work ahead of time, which I'm going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. um, not doing his homework ahead of time. And the homework isn't just about the other person. It's not just about them. It's also about you. You know, so many people aren't clear on who they are and what they want and what their, what their non-negotiables are and what their must-haves are, that they, they're, I mean, they don't even know when they've gone on a date if they've met their person. They may just in, have enjoyed their time, but they don't, they're not gauging it on whether that person could be for them. And that's what makes a connection is when you know what you want, you know what you're looking for, and then you meet it. Then you meet it, then you know. And then there's some kind of connection, right? It may not be a love connection. It's not always, but a connection is a connection is a connection. So um, there you go. It gives you something to work toward. Hey, Barbara. Hey, Ted. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Christy. Um, 
It's good to see all of you. Um, you guys chime in anytime because Diana doesn't want to take all of the brunt of this. <laughs> um, so, uh, so let's talk about that. You know, it's interesting. I just, I coach on this stuff. Um, this is part of what I do for a living on, outside of being a matchmaker. I'm a relationship coach and um, a counselor. And I focus on relationships, but that relationship may also be to yourself. And that's the very first relationship we should have. If we don't have a good relationship with ourselves, we can't have one with somebody else. What does that look like? That looks like knowing who you are, knowing what you want, knowing what your boundaries are, um, uh, having enough respect for yourself to follow those boundaries. Uh, and of course, then there's always the other piece of knowing what you want and what you're looking for and what you won't settle for. And uh, red flags, what your red flags would be, you know, and identifying those. So there's a lot of work to do ahead of time. So you don't go and waste a happy hour, a good happy hour where you could be out with a girlfriend somewhere and actually maybe meeting somebody that's out for a drink after work because they're a hardworking, good guy yep. <laughs> looking for a great girl, you know, mm -hmm. uh, which is you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so anyway, um, that is, uh, that is the most important part is doing the homework. Patrick says coffee date at Starbucks is mucho. What's that? I think he means that's good. It's good. <laughs> Bueno, not mucho. <laughs> you know, um, I, I will say this. I, I don't think a coffee date is bad, but it's not a great first date and it's because it's not a great investment of time. How long are you going to sit at Starbucks with all the stuff going on? How long are you going to sit at Starbucks and get to know somebody? You're not vested. If you feel like you could be wasting your money on somebody, and I've heard that from guys before too, Diana, there's no doubt, where they go, I don't want to waste a dinner, I don't want to waste my money. If you're, guys, if you're wasting your money, if you have wasted your time and money on dates, you're not doing your homework. You're not doing enough work ahead of time to number one, know yourself so that when you start talking to somebody and you're looking at profiles, you know whether they're for you or not, right? And you may see red flags on somebody's profile. And if you do, you need to have a conversation and you need to get to those and talk about it, right? Well, I think that's the problem too with most of the just dating apps and stuff, they don't have really extensive profiles. So you're not getting very much off of the initial part, but it's up to you to then have that communication, that conversation, and get to know them a little bit more before you actually go out on a date. How much is on your dating profile, Diana? How much do you have on yours? Um, I mean, I talk about having kids, what I'm looking for. I said something. I say something about what people would say about me and okay. what I would say about myself as far as like adjectives, descriptives um, of what people would say about you know my character and mm -hmm. then what I would say about myself and then kind of what I'm looking for, I think. I remember so yours correctly. says a lot. Yours yeah. kind of covers everything. Guys are really short sometimes. Okay, so this just, just depends. This is telling you everything you need to know right here, where she says they're short and they don't tell you anything. If a guy is really vested and interested in the dating process, he's going to spend some time on his profile and put stuff on there that means something. Right. If if he doesn't, it's not. It's a waste of your time. I don't care how good looking he is. Right. <laughs> I don't care, ladies. Um, you know, it, it is, um, I know two people, Hey Jamie, um, I do, um, I do also see people, this Facebook dating thing. Um, 
and a lot of people interacting on social media, Instagram and Facebook. And there is a lot of information. I think that's the upside of having uh, each other's Facebook is that there is a lot of information. Um, I think there's too much information. I know with um, my matchmaking, I don't give people much information at all because a, a little bit of mystery is great. Luckily, they have me to pre-screen. I mean, that's not, I can't recommend that with online dating. That could get you in a lot of trouble. But for me, I leave a lot of mystery because it gives people things that they get to learn and things they get to look forward to. They're actually exciting and anticipating because they don't know that much and they've gotten you know, my description, verbal description, they've gotten a picture and they're excited, right? We've talked about it and they're excited where you guys have got to get enough information so you know you're safe. So that Facebook dating thing is is really interesting. But, you know, ladies, I will tell you, um, number one, there's a lot of fake profiles out there. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I, I don't, I've never done the Facebook dating. I think when it very first started, I hopped on it for like a hot second. And then I thought, this is not good. And so, and there's enough people that slide into your DMs on Facebook and yeah. Instagram and all that stuff, trying to kind of do the same thing without yeah. going through the actual dating part of it. But I, don't yeah. know, I stay away from that one. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I, you know, again, I feel like you have a good source there because you can look through and tell if the profile is fake, typically. Yeah. Um, I just found one yesterday. Um, really good-looking guy. Um, by the way, I did find out on, on one of these profiles, ladies, it was a woman that was behind this man's profile, and she was messaging women and, and getting women to message her back. And women are very aggressive Apparently, wow. I don't know this woman. I just heard the story, but you you never know who's behind the screen. So be really, really careful who you're communicating with. And if it seems too good to be true, because I've had so many of you say, well, what do you think of this profile? Does it look real to you? If, if you're doubting it, you, you need to stop all the games and the guessing and get that person on FaceTime. Demand a FaceTime or Zoom with that person immediately. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that because recently somebody messaged me on Facebook and we started talking and I thought, I don't know if this is real. And he was very good looking and I know there's enough fake profiles out there. And a lot yeah. of people, I would say if somebody says they're from France, then it's fake <laughs> or Italy or something yeah. like that. It's always fake. Yeah. But this guy kept talking to me and giving me all this great advice and talking to me. And I finally said, you know, what? I just need to make sure you're real. So why don't you just send me a quick video saying, hi, Diana. So that I know that you're actually legitimate. I've never heard again. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to tell. I mean, just ask them to send you a video saying your name or saying something specific. I know. A friend of mine Check. had a doctor that she was talking to. It was from a dating app, but it was a doctor out in California. A doctor out in California, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and uh, yeah, he was fake. He was fake as could be. So... You know, you just, you never know. You've got to do your homework. Is it, you know, it, it just like you would do it with online dating. All right. So back to point, um, doing your homework, it starts with you. So make notes if you want to. Um, everybody needs to do this every once in a while anyway. It doesn't matter. Like when you go through a relationship, you've gone into marriage, you're divorced, you're separated, you've had a breakup. 
everybody needs to redo this process because who you are changes in between relationships. So the very first thing you need to do is you need to do the long list. Diana had the short list on her dating profile of who she is. Adjectives that describe you. You need to know, you need to know who you are. I usually make my clients do 100 um, and by the t and it's all positive adjectives, but by the time you get to about 25 or 30, you start struggling to, to pull them out. And that's the point where you can't cheat and go to the thesaurus. I know people that do that <laughs> or ask their friends or family. That's when you go, okay, who am I? Like, what do I stand for? Who am I? What describes me? And you have to dig a little deeper. That's the point where you're really coming up with the gems. The first 25 are kind of gravy. Um, they're the obvious, and you may or may not be living by those anymore anyway. The ones, typically, sometimes the first ones that come up are very generic. So you've got to do the list so you know who you are. If you don't know who you are and you don't appreciate and respect who you are, nobody else can either. So it's the very first step of finding love is knowing who you are. Uh, you also have to know what you want. You know, you have to you have to know what you're looking for, and that's just not in a in a particular person. That's in a partnership, in a relationship. What are you looking for? What is it gonna? What is what would ultimately that relationship look like? What would you do on the weekends? How would he, how would he or she speak to you? Um, how would you treat each other? What kind of things would you do together? What is their personality like? What do you feel like when you're with them? I mean, get really really specific. Because what happens is the more you know about the energy of this person, when you meet them, you'll know. It's just a, it's an instantaneous connection because you know. So the clearer you are on who you are and what you want, the faster you'll identify that even online, mm -hmm. even online. And you guys don't mess around with, um, there's a lot of comments I'm going to get to right now. Don't mess around with these people. I don't care if they're guys or girls, and I don't care how good looking they are. If they have no profile and they have nothing about them and there's some big mystery, they're playing games. If they don't have the, if they can't invest the time to do a good profile, do they really want a relationship? The answer is no. Okay. So um, I, yeah, didn't need to ask that, did I? You didn't answer that. Okay, Elton says, there's not enough due diligence that one can do if you haven't seen the person in person. If the interaction was only virtual, it's not enough research. Therefore, a coffee is a must. No, a date is a must. Um, Dan, uh, Danielle, hey, T uh, Ted says, I always enjoy the company of a woman. It's not always a love connection, but I would rather enjoy the company at a nice restaurant or bar than a coffee house. I love that. Ted, that's a really great attitude also, because I think, you know, also having that intention of an expectation of a person being a certain something, if you just go in with an open mind, I enjoy the, I'm meeting somebody new, and that's why we should be anyway, right? Even if it's, we're so excited and we know it's somebody great, we still shouldn't have that expectation up front. So you go in to enjoy somebody else's company. You could know in a three seconds when you meet them, they're not for you, but enjoy their company and get to know them, right? Yeah, that's kind of the attitude I usually go in with is if nothing else, I mean, it's a friend or someone that I had a good two hours with. It was fun and enjoyable. And then you go in with way too the, much of that attitude. The only problem, I was just going to say, <laughs> I was gonna say, unfortunately, on the extreme. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just it's 
You know what? Less is more because what happens, and it's not happening to you, you're, you know, I know you've, you're having fun and you're a little burned out, but what happens is you get burned out. Yeah. You know, you will get burned out from dating and then you'll be coming to me in another month going, there's no good guys out there. They all suck. They're not who they say they are. They're this, they're that, because you haven't taken that time to, to put your energy and time into the ones that could be. Right. You know, it's way better to it's way better to put your energy and time into something that could be. Um, identify your non-negotiables, your preferences, your desires. Get clear about um, get clear about why you're there. I mean, some of you aren't there for a relationship. Some people aren't. A lot of people aren't. Yeah. So be clear about why you're there. If you want a relationship, if you want to get married, if you want to have a baby. If you want, um, you know, if, if you have goals in the next three years to have the love of your life, I think you should tell that per. I think you should tell people you meet what your intentions are. Maybe not that specific, but I was going to say, yeah. I was going to say, how do maybe you, not that specific? Like, what is your opinion on that? Because I do have girlfriends that go into dates thinking, I'm looking for my husband. I'm like, that might be a little aggressive at the beginning. Like, don't communicate it that forcefully, but. You know, I mean, I know you want to say, hey, I'm just having fun, or I just want something casual. That's one thing. Or, hey, I'm actually looking for a partner. Yeah. Like, that's a different thing. So, I mean, just, I if you want to get married, like, that's okay. You know, you're looking for a husband, that's okay. Just soften it up a little bit. Right. You know, I'm looking, you know, I, I believe in marriage, and uh, I'm, I'm looking to find the person that I'll marry someday. I mean, that softens it without going, I'm looking for a husband or I'm looking for a wife or I'm yeah. looking for a baby daddy or whatever. <laughs> um, so, uh, so let's see here. So Brent says, that's true. It could always be herb. <laughs> the pedophile in Poughkeepsie. The pedophile. We Who's talking that? talking about fake profiles. Oh, there. Herb, the pedophile in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Brent, I'm a little slow. I was drinking coffee here. Um, okay, Tina, adding value to each other's lives. Yes, yes, exactly. And 100%, Ted says. Yes. So um, Jamie says, I so love the idea of doing lunch or cocktails. It's not a date. It's visiting. Um, I agree. And that's, uh, that is always nice, too. Brunch or lunch is... Uh, is, is very laid back and it's not as heavy sometimes as that dinner date. But you know what? You gotta, you gotta invest the time. Um, the ideal time for a date, believe it or not, is an hour. And that's really hard yeah. to do, especially in restaurant times if you're at a busy restaurant, because sometimes you're waiting half an hour for a table. But the ideal time for a first date is an hour, everybody. Just, that's just research, and that's just the nerd I am to share that. <laughs> so we're clear. Um, but, uh, but that also says to you people that are out there, you're enjoying, I hear this from you guys so much. We enjoyed each other so much. We hung out for three hours talking. Too much. Give them something to look forward to the next time. If you have a great connection, you know, cut it off at a certain point, you know, an hour, hour and a half, and set a second date so they have something to look forward to. Because if you're on a three-hour date, at some point, one or both of you is going to go, oh, my God, it's been three hours. So, okay, I have a question then. So if you are some, you're on a date, so mm -hmm. well, first of all, some people don't even relax until an hour into it because they're so nervous or whatever. Mm -hmm. But also, and with the, after an hour, and you say, oh, got to go, or if you tell someone ahead of time, 
look, I only have an hour, you know, because I have to do something else. Or, I mean, uh-huh. kids, you can always use kids as an excuse. I have to get my kids later or I have to be home for my kids. Or Right. But then people sometimes take that as you are... Um, kind of already setting yourself up for not having fun. And so you're giving yourself an out. So I've had, I've had guy friends tell me that before. Diana, if you say you only have a certain amount of time, that's just because you have something else planned afterwards or you're giving yourself an out. I have never heard that go over well. Yeah. Yeah. I hear guys especially, um, they, that's something they don't want to hear up front is that a woman has a limited amount of time because they feel like they feel like they're being played. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So if you say the ideal time is only an hour, so then how do you go about communicating that you need to go after an hour? You know what I mean? Um, like it's ch- I had a it's great difficult. time. I've had a long day. Um, let's do it again. I'm, I would love to, you know, I'd love to continue the conversation, but it's been a long day. Okay. And yeah, I'm ready to go home. Okay. Yeah. Or whatever it is. I mean, at that point you could say, you know what, I, I need to get home to my kids you know, and, and check on them tonight and, um, yeah, or whatever, you know, but just, you can kindly and let them know you're interested in seeing them again. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to make sure you let them know that you def- definitely want to see them again or. So here's what I would say, you know, um, if you have a hard time telling somebody that you've got to go, then you should definitely, which is one of the other things I was going to talk about today, it's important. I think a lot of people are where you are, because here's what you don't want to do. People don't want to hurt somebody else, and they don't want to have that awkward conversation, but that's a boundary. And so you really want to get good at your boundaries of setting those, setting those boundaries. It's okay for you to go home. It's okay for you to only stay an hour. Right. It's okay. You can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Know your boundaries, Right. So, and then adhere to them. I mean, we went out for a drink the other night and I was committed to a drink and going home. And what did I do? I had a drink and went home. You didn't even finish it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you had a long day. But I had a long day. It. And that was, yeah, that was my boundary. And I stuck to it because I was honoring myself. And it's okay to honor yourself and what you need. And so just remember that as you're, you know, you're not backing out, you're not letting them down, you're honoring yourself and what you need, right? Different perspective. Does that help? Yep. Uh, But it's a great question because I hear it from women more than men. Right. Because men typically don't have an issue with, you know, that whole situation. Um, Where men don't have boundaries is in when they don't like a woman, <laughs> they don't like her. They they like her as a friend. They don't want to be with her. They have a hard time. They don't want to hurt her. So they'll at least either ghost her, bad, right. um, or keep seeing her, knowing that they don't have any feelings for them. So guys, that doesn't work. I mean, I think this is the other part of knowing your boundaries, which is one of the other things I would tell you to set in at the beginning. Know your boundaries and your red flags. So you've got to you've got to know what your red flags are. It could be, um, it could be uh, somebody who um, abuses drugs or alcohol, right? You'll know that pretty quickly when you meet them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it could be somebody that doesn't respect you and other people. So you know how they are with the waitress and with you and 
right? So you can see with their interactions that they're not respectable people. Um, it may be that they're a bad parent. <laughs> I mean, how, how many times have you heard? Big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody starts a conversation and, you, you know, maybe they've got kids and you, they haven't seen them in, you know, two months or whatever. And, you know, they're just not good, right? So you have your red flags ahead of time. You, that's what your first date should be about is, at, is getting to know each other and talking about and listening for those. I so think red flags are a lot easier than the boundaries part. I mean, clearly I struggle with the boundary part. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> but, struggles but with I the boundary part. But I think it's part. harder. Like you said, people don't want to hurt each other's feelings or hurt someone's feelings. Or I think, you know, a lot of times people end up, like I know I've been guilty in the past of spending time with people who I know I'm not going to date long term because they're fun or it's yeah. fun. It's good enough for right now, but then I'm not leaving myself open to leaving the right one at some point. So. Yeah. Um, so but the red flags are easy. Interestingly enough, that's on my list to get to oh. today <laughs> is people that do that, that get, when we talked, we we're actually starting the conversation where we talked about going in for the right reasons. I mean, if you know you don't like somebody and they're not for you, you're hurting them by continuing to date them because they may like you, right? So you have to communicate honestly. So you don't want to hurt them. And just because they're fun doesn't mean, you know, that that's that's wasting your time, that's wasting Temporary. their time. And then you think you could be meeting how how long, and we've all done it, how long have we you waste your time with somebody? You know, people do years sometimes. They know it's not their person. And you've wasted years of your time when you could have met the right person, mm -hmm. you know? Your perfect person could have been there ready, waiting. God could have sent them, but yet you were preoccupied with Mr. Fun or Mrs. Cutie Pie, uh, drama queen, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so let's see. Uh, just to get to comments, um, Jamie says, uh, I wanted to start off as a friendship. One can never have friends, uh, have enough friends, so believe in meeting people with of quality. Um, uh, Ted says, Jen is smooth. We're smooth. <laughs> <laughs> smooth. Uh, Annie says, Hi, Diana. Thanks for the invite to this. Lots of good insight and advice. I have to drop. Okay, wait. Okay. Um, Brenda says, is it okay to desire a relationship? However, establish if you want to get, uh, hold on a second. Is it okay to desire a relationship? However, establish if you want to get remarried as the relationship progresses. Establish if you want to get married. Absolutely, Brenda. You definitely want to let them know if you want marriage um, or if you don't want yeah, marriage. Say, yeah, or the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk about it. Um, I think we should. I think we should all remain open. I know. I know. There's people um, that don't necessarily. Maybe they've had a marriage or two, and they may not think that marriage is absolutely necessary. Maybe they lost their ass in their previous, you know, divorce. <laughs> I mean, it happens. Yeah. And then they're like, "I'm not going to do that again." Yeah. Never say never. If you meet the right person, it's somebody that you trust and love. You know, you never know where you might be. So. But if you want that, if it's something you want and it's important to you, you better state it up front. There's a boundary because down the road, you're still going to want it, you know, and then you have, then you have a really hard choice to make, right? Um, you know, interestingly enough, I had a friend of mine who uh, was dating a guy who had kids, two girls from a previous marriage, and she wanted kids. He was like... 
48, Oof. and she was 28. And so she still wanted kids, and uh, he'd, he couldn't have them anymore. Like, he had fixed himself. So, uh, so she, was, she broke up with him. She actually broke up with him. She said it's a deal breaker. And it was after, I mean, they'd been dating at least eight months to a year. And so they were already in love with each other. And then she, I mean, why she waited and why they hadn't had this discussion you know, could have been a deal breaker, but she decided to be with him anyway and put aside her need and want for her own children. She was a great stepmom and never had kids. And they, you know, they're very happy. They're actually very, very happy. So she, but she gave up on something that she wanted and she's not resentful of it. However, you could be, yeah. you know, um, you could be. And so, you know, I talked about this last week. It's really important that you set your intentions and let your intentions be known up front. But that's also not putting somebody on your timeline. You know, if you if you are a young lady and you want to be married, you want to get married and have kids, and you're 37 and you think you got three more good years, and you're trying to push and shove to get a, a you know a courtship and everything in and, you know, have time with your person before you can get married and have a baby, that person's going to feel pressure and that doesn't work either. So, you know, you've, you really got to get your, you know, get things in perspective of, you know, as your, if your biological clock is ticking, you may need to put your biological clock, if it's, if it's getting to that point, you may need to put it on the back burner because it's more important to have a great relationship yeah. than it is to have children. 100%. In a bad relationship. Right. Yeah. And there are plenty of those. Um, okay. So, uh, so um, we were talking about um, dating intentionally and showing up, not, um, and people aren't willing to be uncomfortable to, to, to break up with somebody or to say you're not going to go out with them if you're not interested or you don't want them anymore. Boundaries are really important, and somebody's going to respect you more for telling them and you should tell them it's really important to communicate to somebody that you don't, why you don't want to see them. And it's okay if you're not feeling it. It's okay if they're just not the person for you, if you feel like you have too many differences. But to leave people with questions, it, it's, almost, it's almost hurtful to ghost somebody and to leave them with questions as to why you're not interested. Tell them we're big, we're big people right? We're grownups. Tell them why you're not interested. Um, so staying with a person longer than you should, big mistake. Letting somebody go improperly is not good karma. <laughs> it's I was not going to say, we're all really all guilty of it. Yeah. Too. It's, it's not good integrity. Not it's not hard. Yeah. I've, I, I've never ghosted anybody in my life. I mean, I, why would I? Why would I, do, why would I disrespect somebody that I respected enough to go out with, but disrespected them to not tell them how I felt? You know? I mean, if, if that's where you are, you're putting, not putting enough into your, into your dating. You don't respect yourself enough, and you're not putting enough respect into your dating life and to the people that you're going out with because they're human too, you know? And there's probably not anybody on here that hasn't been ghosted before. Or hasn't done the ghosting. Or, yeah, or hasn't done the ghosting. <laughs> yeah, at some point. Yeah. So, um, well, I can say I've never been ghosted or done ghosting. I haven't. 
But you haven't been on the dating apps. No. No. It's a whole different world. No. And I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm sorry, folks, but I wouldn't do it. And, you know, I'm going to say this too, because here's here's a big dating mistake. Why are you guys on there? I mean, why are you on these dating apps? You know what they're, you know who they attract. You know the amount of money people spent to get there, or if they're on a free account. People, you read their profiles that aren't, they're they're non-existent. They're not vested at all, financially, emotionally, physically. They're just not vested. Why are you wasting your time? Your best use of your time is to go out and meet people, network with your friends, get introductions, meet people in person, go to happy hours. I always say it's the best time to meet people. Go to happy hour from 4.30 until 7 o'clock is probably prime time for meeting other quality people that are there just to relax, um, continue a conversation with a coworker after work, blow off some steam, have a drink to relax, out to have a drink, and then go home and be responsible, right? Yeah, and we also talked about, too, changing up your patterns, too. Yes. Don't just go to the same places, the same. Every single time you go out, don't go to the same places. You're going to see the same people. Yes. It's just, it's that whole definition we, of insanity. We just were <laughs> talking about this before the show. I mean, you guys, in these in big cities, you've got a million. If you're in a small town, you're, you know, you're, you're limited. Yeah. You're just limited. Um if you're in a big city, and let's just use DFW as an example, you people in Dallas don't go outside of Dallas to date. You people in Frisco stay in Frisco to date. I mean, sometimes you need to move around the city. I mean, we've got Fort Worth, which I get it's a drive. Um, thank God we have Uber and stuff, right? People are yeah. drinking. But um, we've got we've got Fort Worth. We've got Grapevine. We've got Plano. We've got Frisco. We've got the Colony. We've got Dallas. We've got Deep Ellum. We've got, um, what's the arts district? What's that? Uh, Bishop Arts. Bishop Arts. You say Grapevine already? Yeah. yeah there's the all these cool places to go. Get out of your comfort zone, right? Get out of your comfort zone because you're more likely, number one, to, to meet somebody different and um, to, to stop your own patterns because you're not in the same place. If you go to the same place, you see the same people, you know, these people that are a big fish in a little pond, right? You like to go to this club because everybody knows you, so you feel important. Well, get outside where you're not important. You know, go find a place where nobody knows you and you get to meet new people. That's how you meet people. Yep. Yep. Break out of your routines. Um, Ted says, I've never done a dating app either, but I've dated people from Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I think the social media um, platforms offer you an option because you, I know on my page, I've had people meet on my page and get married. Yeah. I mean, because people see what other people comment on your yeah. posts and they think, oh, that guy's really sweet. The fact that he's commenting those kind of things makes me think that he actually is self-aware or emotionally secure or, and then you think, well, actually I want to meet that guy. So you have a lot of really good people on your, and yeah. You. And so my page is a place where people can meet. That's where singles go. They comment. You can see, um, ladies, I will tell you, um, and gentlemen, I will tell you, people know that men and women know that. So you have to be very discerning also because they could be commenting something just to impress you. 
Right. We've seen that. That's true. Well, yeah. and, I, and I have a question for Ted, too. Is it that he's dating people on Facebook and Instagram through the dating, um, you know, part of the, the, of the platform, or is he just seeing people on there and then sending them messages and saying, I'm hey, sure he's, I'm because sure, a lot no, of people, he's just seeing people on there. Yeah. I was going to say, I'll because that happens him. all the time. And I think yeah. it's what you were saying earlier. It's, it's a little bit dangerous because people can kind of see, they can get an idea of who you are by following your, your social media. Yeah. And so then they get an idea of who they think you are and then they want to meet you. But then a lot of times I think it's a little, I don't know. I just, I'm skeptical of that personally. Well, here's the other thing about social media and why some of you are still single. Um, your pages are inappropriate. You know, they're not oh, going to yeah. attract anybody that wants to meet a quality person. So, um, not you know, the right person. Yeah, yeah, you have to be. I mean, if who, if what your page is is an accurate reflection of who you are, some of your pages you need to be looking at what you're posting. You know, ha I mean, half naked pictures of yourself in bathing suits or. You ladies, your little tiny dresses, you know, guys look at that and they think she's easy. I'm sorry, but they are like, she's hot. She's easy. I'm going to sleep with her. And then you, then you complain because you can't find a relationship because every guy wants to sleep with you. Well, change your social media page. Stop posting those things. Stop positioning yourself as a sex symbol, right? I'm, you've I seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that there's just some insecurities there too. And those people are needing that validation or if, the compliments hey, listen, if, or the whatever. And so there's a whole different, there's a whole different, and, uh, you know, And guess what? People know there. that too. Yeah. People know that too. So these people that are, that are putting pictures up to get attention, people recognize that that's why you're doing it. And they know you're not healthy. It's not helping you. It's helping you attract, getting you attention, but not the attention that you want. Right. Right. So it's, it's, um, it is, uh, it, and it's, that's sad. That's sad. If you, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. I could really. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's a whole, it's a whole um, other show. <laughs> but I know, but you can tell a lot from somebody's page. Um, what you see is not always what you get. Social media is social media. You People can put anything on there that they want. I know, I know somebody that puts pictures of beautiful places and expensive cars and great meals and great hotels and homes and they're not them getting theirs. on a private getting on a private jet yeah, they're <laughs> not theirs yeah and yeah. so you know and everybody's like wow that's great that's not theirs and yeah. so you're when you're not portraying yourself on social media or in person as who you are people are going to figure it out that's not authentic people want authenticity that's like the big thing now authenticity is where it's at um, men more so than women are looking for that. And ladies, I want you to hear that, all you ladies that are listening. Guys are looking for authenticity. Yes, they love beautiful women. Yes, they love to look at hot women. But at the end of the day, what they want is a real woman. They want somebody, if you are hot, to show up as exactly that hot person, yeah. right? Unfiltered um, as that person. But, but, People are going to figure out who you are. And if you're unhealthy inside, you look great on the outside, but you're unhealthy on the inside, nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. Guys don't want it. Girls don't want it. So you got to get healthy. So it, it doesn't do you good, especially you men and women that are attractive, that are attracting people. If you're not healthy on the inside, you're going to miss out on really great people because somebody great's going to meet you and be like, oh, 
They're perfect for me. They sound great. We've got a lot of things in common. I'm attracted to her or him. And then you meet them and you're like, mm, you know, they are not healthy. They're not smart. They're not interesting. They're not who they portrayed themselves to be. And you've just lost your chance, right? Um, so don't date before you're ready. Don't date if the timings, if your timing's off, maybe you are unhealthy, do the work first. Um, don't date for the wrong reasons. You were talking right. about just to fill time or because you have fun with somebody. Um, it's great if they're in the friend zone already, if you have fun with them, but don't keep dating them because they're somebody fun time to spend filler, time yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, be honest with them. Um, okay, so, uh, so if you don't know what healthy love is, this is a tricky, tricky one, everybody, and this is really important. This is one of the reasons why so many people don't find love, um, because you're not healthy and you don't have an accurate uh, um, conception of what love is. You're looking for the wrong thing. And so many people do. They're looking for adventure, spontaneity, fun, this, that. And at the end of the day, what we need, what our soul needs is somebody that we connect with, somebody that is a friend, that we have a friendship with, somebody that we feel safe with, right? Um, something, Someone that's easy to be with. And so we have to be looking for the right things. That's why you have to know who you are and know what you want, but you've got to be healthy, if you're not healthy, you're not going. You're not going to be able to find love or be in a healthy relationship. So, um, it, it's super important that you're healthy first. And I think the other, the other sabotager in that whole, you know, emotionally healthy thing, is we were kind of discussing this ahead of time. Is people that don't feel worthy, you know, they haven't done the work and they don't feel worthy of a good relationship or they don't feel worthy of a great guy or girl. So they stay with what they have, or they go for for less. They stay with less. The love they because think they, think, they deserve. Yeah, yeah, this is all I'm going to get, you know? Yeah. Or some of you people in your 50s that, or 60s that go, oh, I'm not going to have another chance. This is my last chance at love. That is a bunch of crap, you know? This is a, this is a, this is a big world, and, you know, there's a lot of people, different age groups to explore. So, you know, you, you want to... You want to make sure that you're going into it healthy, you're not settling, you're standing by your boundaries, you're recognizing red flags when you see them, you're, you're getting rid of people, just lovingly dismissing them when you see red flags, right? And I think the other piece I want to put in this, because I think this is important because I'm always talking about giving people a chance, um, if you like somebody and you have a good time with them on a first date, you should always go on a second date because the second date is going to tell you one of two things. Definitely not. Or, oh my God, I never, I didn't see this on the first date. I didn't really like this person very much on the first date. I just, they were cool. So I thought I'd go out with them again. And then all of a sudden this love connection develops or this something connection develops on a second date. So it's going to go one of two ways, but you should always give it a second date. I agree. Yep. Um, now, if on a second date it's not there, um, 
this is a, it's, and I'm going to say, I think that I would give different advice based on a situation. If you still really like the person and you're, there's something you're still attracted to and there's some kind of connection you have, you should probably stay with that. You may not have chemistry. I know I've heard you people talk about, well, I'm not attracted. I don't have chemistry. Chemistry is one of those things that you can't predict. It, it, it may not show up till you kiss the person, and we've talked about that. So you can't predict, you're, you can't predict chemistry. Oh, especially when a lot of people end up with their best friend, right? Yeah. So for years you were best friends, you had no chemistry. Yes. And then all of a sudden now you are super attractive. Listen, one of my and... clients just went home for a wedding and same thing. She's known this guy for years, years. And her best friend is married to his best friend, or just getting married to his best friend, just got married. And then they hook up at the wedding and they've never, they've always had boyfriend and girl. They never... They never saw each other in that light, and now they're together. Yeah. I mean, that to me, that's ideal. Like, that would be wonderful, a wonderful situation because you already know who the person happens is. Happens all the time. You, yeah. You, I mean, you're great friends, and then at some point that spark hits, and you know. So, I mean, I don't know that that's happens a lot. But. Yeah. No, it, it actually happens a lot more than um, people think. Some of those... Maybe I need to hang out with better friends so that I fall in love with one of them. Some of those, <laughs> yeah, some of those connections too, previous connections that we make, whether it be somebody we knew in high school or college um, or childhood even, some of those connections are so strong because there's a fam familiarity there and they end up progressing really quickly. Um, so I've told this girl to take her time, like really take their time because you, you're, you already have a level of intimacy between you, emotional intimacy from knowing them for so long that you really just got to take your time and get to, cause you're getting to know them in a different light. But, um, but sometimes chemistry can sneak up on you, which is a great thing. So just because you're not attracted to somebody, you can be not attracted to somebody and still have chemistry with them. Crazy. Yep. It's true. Um, but, but people do have patterns, and um, when we don't feel we don't respect ourselves or we don't feel worthy, we're going to attract the wrong partners. So it's um, or unavailable partners. That's another way for you to know that you're not healthy and you need to get some work. If you keep attracting unavailable partners, whether you're a man or a woman, something in you isn't healed and available emotionally. You need to get you need to do the work. Um, take a little bit of time. It doesn't take that much time to get to get a little bit of coaching. It just doesn't. Okay, I have a question on that really yes. quickly. So I know you're saying people need to do some work if they attract unavailable partners, but you can't help who you attract. Or I mean, who is attracted to you, I guess I should say, in the sense that not that you are going to pursue it, but I mean, I can tell you there's a lot of married guys out there that are hitting on single girls. And I don't think they all need to do work. So what exactly what do you mean by that? Well, you go ahead. <laughs> if you want my honest answer, um, yes, John, uh, Diana is still single. Um, <laughs> she is single. Um, so, uh, Thanks, John. so um, here's the thing. If you are attracting unavailable people, and ladies, that goes for you attracting married men, one of two things, you're either unavailable you are unavailable somehow, some way, whether you see it or not. Or number two, they can tell that you don't respect yourself enough to have boundaries to set with them 
So they will approach you knowing that you're not going to set a boundary with them, even though they're married. Very fair. So, and that's some tough love Both there. Of those but are, no, those are yeah, right. those are but very it's, fair. It's true. If if you know, if a if a married man that's going to cheat sees an easy target, he's going for it. Well, so, I, I think a lot. I've heard a lot of girls say in the past that you know that have maybe given into something like that. They would they would actually say, "Oh, it's safety and distance. Like I don't have to commit to anything." Yeah. And so, so I've heard I've heard girls say that. Before. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. And um, yes, and you know the sad thing is is that um, there are a lot of people that will um, that will date married or unavailable people. Oh yeah. Because they're unavailable and it's okay with them. Yeah. You know, and married people know that. Yeah. So. That's why boundaries are so important. Knowing who you are, when you have strong boundaries, I promise you, you will never get approached by a married man. Well, and I think girls don't realize too that if you really look, think about that a little deeper, married men that are trying to date single people are very selfish. So they're getting their cake and eating it too. Yeah. And so if you look at it that way and think, hold on, that's a very selfish way of living. So why am I giving in to someone? Yes. You know, like that. So anyway. And ladies, don't buy into the story. These Some of these married guys will say, oh, I'm so unhappy. We haven't been in love, you know. Um, Shay. Yeah. Then get a divorce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then sir. call me. <laughs> Go get a divorce, sir. Yeah. Um, not that married women don't do it too. Oh, hate yeah. to say it, but you guys do it too. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if you don't respect yourself enough to not cross that boundary, boom. Okay. So, um, so Mike says your energy att att attracts like energy, regardless of that energy is good or bad. It's a hundred percent. You are attracting them. And, oh, I'm sorry, John asked, how is Diana still single? I don't know. <laughs> she has not met the right one yet. Um, Working on it. And hanging out in the same places. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dar I say, I have some good advice, but I don't always follow my advice. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. I'm going to make sure you do. Okay, so Darren says, a buddy was joking about the picture of gals on private jets and made the comment, I wonder what she did to earn that seat on the jet because you know that isn't her plane. <laughs> God, and just be leery of any, but if people are posting a lot of pictures like that, it, you should know that if you're seeing somebody that's posting pictures of them on a yacht or a private plane or whatever, they're, they're putting, they're, they're presenting a facade. They're letting you, they're, they want you to, that's important to them that you see them that way. That's not a person, if you're looking for an authentic real relationship and somebody who respects themselves and has boundaries and is looking for the real thing. Uh, sorry, but probably not. Unless of course they're jumping for joy saying, I've never been on a private that's plane. That's my just, friends. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, my they're being time. honest about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think the other thing, you know, since we're running out of time, I think the last thing I would say that I've said before, and I'll say it again a million, million times, um, Keep your expectations at bay. Get your head out of it. Everybody get your head out of it. You're meeting a new person. When you meet somebody, you're just meeting a new person. Let it flow and unfold as it's supposed to naturally. Don't label it. People want to label things. Oh, he's for me. He's not for me. You know, you never know. You never know. If you're enjoying somebody, keep enjoying them, right? Just follow your intuition, your gut. Get out of your head. Don't put an expectation on it. Don't demand that people text you when you want them to text you, call you when they, you know, ask you out in a certain amount of time. 
All that stuff takes time. And the older we get, the more stuck in our ways we all get. So you have to give the other person time to kind of learn you or for you to learn them. And let's just say somebody asks you on a first date and then they want to go on a second date, but they, you haven't heard from them in a week and you're like, oh, they're not interested. But then they call you after that or text you and say, would you like to go out? Don't say no because they didn't contact you or waited too long. Go on a date if you like them and you want to see them again, and then talk to them about it. You know, oh, you can even make a joke. Oh, I thought you weren't, maybe weren't interested. I hadn't heard from you, and I was super excited about seeing you again. And uh, I just thought I would have heard from you before, but I'm thrilled that we're here, you know. Yep, make know. sure that you're not putting them down, but talk about it so that, because everybody... Men want to please women. Ladies, you're the ones that are mostly in your head, by the way. But men want to please you. So if you can just bring these conversations up casually, yeah, give the guy a break, right. you know, give him a break. He's not you. He just can't read your mind. He doesn't know what you want. Um, but but um, you, we got to teach each other how to love each other and how to court and how you like to be courted and treated. So that's why it's important that you know you, you know your boundaries, you know what you want, you know what you don't want, um, you know how to spot the red flags right up front because the clearer you are on who you are and what you want, the red flags show up instantly. And then don't entertain it any further. Then you're not wasting your time, yep. right? Um, and, you know, get out different places, different people, different times, um, shake it up. Online, online dating, I mean, I, I, um, t until I'm blue in the face, we could talk about this. Everybody, what is it, 1% of people maybe meet their partner yeah. on there? I mean, it's you're also, wasting your time. How much yeah. time are you wasting? Yeah. I mean, people get on and off all the time because it's so, it gets so old. And yeah. so then you're never, never going to meet the right person on there anyway. And, the, and then your attitude changes because yeah. I hear it that you're burned out yeah. or you don't believe people anymore. You've met so many liars and cheaters and whatever that you're, you're, you know, you're now skeptical. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't work. So get off. Just, we're not in lockdown anymore. There's no reason you can't go out and sit at a park, take your dog out to the dog park on a weekend, um, go out and sit somewhere. Well, I shouldn't say that. God, go, we're in Texas. Go to Torchies and pick up some to-go food. <laughs> <laughs> Torchies is everywhere outside. It's like 103 degrees yeah, outside. Totally. But, but I mean, really get out and go places. And, and most of all, enjoy your life. Because if you're happy with who you are and with your life, you'll also attract the right person to you. So it's not always about the search. You don't have to be on a mad search. Sometimes you can just enjoy, you know, enjoy the process of being single while you're single and know that God's going to send you your person, yep. you know, when the right time is, right? And, and I'll say, if you're getting older... <laughs> If you're getting older, God is going to send you your person, but he's not going to be like knocking on your door. So you have to do things a little bit. Um, you have to get out of your house. Yeah, you have to definitely put a little effort into this, whatever that looks like. So, um, you know, talking to friends, going out places, hiring a matchmaker, whatever it is. I mean, you got to do something about it. You can't just sit there and expect that, like I said, it's going to come busting through your door unless your ideal guy is a uh, or girl is a UPS driver. Um, and Jamie says, avoid the self-promoters. Um, you know what? I love you guys. What a, what a great comments today. Loved having you on the show. 
Uh, I will see you guys uh, in two weeks. Hopefully it'll be a little cooler then. <laughs> uh, much love. See you in two weeks. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Each show, we're going to have new topics and information. If you'd like to find out more about coaching or matchmaking, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on my Facebook page, my personal page at Jennifer Styers.